What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We're going to talk today about creating real and lasting change and really how you can rise to the occasion of you. And I'm going to unpack what that means in just a second here. I do want to invite you into a couple of things. One, if you are not a part of Courage Co., Courage Co. is a community off social media where we host prayer calls, free monthly challenges and masterclasses, weekly small groups. These are all held virtually on different days and times. So no matter what time zone you are, you can get plugged into community. We also have courses, programs, and an exclusive mastermind as well that you can be a part of. So you can get access to Courage Co. simply by going to www.courageco.org. Also, if you've been hanging with us for a second, when you rate the podcast five stars and leave a review, not only do we know that you're here, which we love, but we also send you a free gift. We will send you the God's Vibes Matter devotional. It's a 30-day devotional of increasing your intimacy with God and really deepening that relationship. So all you got to do is rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, give it five stars, leave a review about how the podcast has changed your life or really blessed you in some kind of way. And then when you do, go to julianapage.com click on the podcast page and you will see where you can input your information to make sure that we get that devotional to you. So there is that. And then we have a program going right now called 30 Days of Faith Walking. The cool thing about this program is when you join, you get access to all of the content, literally new content every single day for 30 days. There's also a bonus in there. And the program itself has a live community feed, so you can get ongoing support throughout the process. We have had live calls every single Monday, so you'll also get a recording of all of those calls. And you can do this 30-day challenge as often as you like. It is designed off of the Faith Walker Manual. It's called Rule and Reign, the Faith Walker Manual. This is a workbook. It is a guide, but this program itself is all new content based on this workbook that is guiding you through 30 days of activating your faith. So if that is something that you know has been maybe a little weak or wavering in this season, I encourage you to get plugged into this space, this community, and take yourself on 30 days to really grow and deepen your faith and get that activated. Because when your faith is activated, you operate on an entirely different level, a supernatural one, I must say. So you can get plugged into that. You'll see it when you go to CourageCo, www.courageco.org, or you will see how you can get access by clicking the link in the show notes, okay? And then lastly, I have made an exclusive offer here on the podcast to work together one-on-one. So if you have been looking to work with a coach, if you have been really want to change things in your life, for real, for real, you're ready and willing to make those changes, you are ready to invest in yourself and start 
actually putting some legs to these dreams, to these desires that you have in your heart. And you know that keeping God at the center is everything. I have a few spots left on my calendar that are available to work together one-on-one. Okay, I don't do this often. So if you want to plug in and work together, all you have to do is email my team info at julianapage.com and we will get in touch with you and see if this is a fit truly for you in this season. So make sure that you do that. I personally am a walking testimony of the power of coaching. This vehicle is a vehicle that absolutely can change your life. I see God as my master life coach. And when you keep him at the center of a coaching relationship, it is different. (laughs) I've worked with coaches that are believers, those that are not, and I can truly tell the difference experientially when God is at the center. And it's just such a gift when you can pray and when you can really be on a journey with somebody that can help you grow in aspects that you didn't even know were possible and that somebody can also keep you accountable to these things that maybe you haven't even voiced yet, these secret petitions that are in your hearts that require faith to move on and really some encouragement and context and perspective. It really helps too when a coach is trauma-informed, when there's emotional intelligence and so many other things backing that relationship. So again, if you are interested in working together, if you feel like you were led here on purpose and that this would be such a gift to you in this season, go ahead and email my team, info at julianapage.com to set up time on the calendar for us to connect. All right, so let's go ahead now and talk about change, creating real and lasting change and rising to the occasion of you. So I just want to explain what I mean by that statement because it's a loaded one, rising to the occasion of you. What I mean by this is there's been some change for sure I know in my life that was just hard, but it was just part of life. So there was something about that that just brought a different level of acceptance to it. I couldn't change it, right? I could resist it, but that wouldn't necessarily make it better. But I had to make those changes, right? So that is a little bit different, I would say, (laughs) than the changes that we make by choice, that we rise to the occasion of, so to speak, meaning we don't have to choose it. We don't have to. There's some things that we have to go through because life has made that the case, but there's other things that we don't have to choose. And sometimes those are actually the hardest things to choose and to walk out. So I have an example of this. Writing a book. There is a crazy statistic out there that about 80% of people believe that they have a book in them that they want to write. But as you probably know, a majority of those people never write the book. And it actually takes rising to the occasion of you, rising to the occasion of you showing up to a new level of commitment, of integrity, of faithfulness, of hard by choice, (laughs) day in and day out to birth that thing that you actually don't have to do. And the wrestle is real. And I would love to tell you that that gets easier, but it's not so, right? Especially if you are going to continue to keep rising to the occasion of you, these different dreams, these different desires that God has put in your heart, it will require 
all of you. It will require sacrifice. It will require so many things that we couldn't possibly anticipate at the front end, okay? So I just want you to think about this. Is there something in your life that you've been avoiding rising to the occasion of doing? And what is that costing you? Right? It's going to cost you something to not go after it, and it's going to cost you something to go after it. I have found that more and more to break the habit of doing things that were shrinking (laughs) when it came to me or playing small or not showing up in the fullness of who God put me here to be, that had been the story that had been the narrative, right? But to break that habit and to start showing up and start taking more space and start rising to the occasion, start really exploring and expressing what God put in me, I had to keep choosing that. So I had to choose it when I invested in coaching. I had to choose it when I invested in a program. I had to choose it when I got more degrees and more certifications. I had to choose it when I kept being asked to do uncomfortable things. I had to choose it when I was leading people through recovery. I had to choose it when I was walking through my own recovery in different seasons and walking through my own healing journey in different seasons. And really... It never ends. We just get to choose to support ourselves in change or to resist and deny ourselves in change. That's really the choice. And I have found that you, that I, are our greatest investments. And I'm either going to invest in myself and be a great return on investment, (laughs) and what I like to call God's next success story, or I'm not. And I'm going to have to live with that too. And it's just, which one are you willing to live with? Okay. So with that, (laughs) we're going to talk about creating real and lasting change. So something that we did this month in May, we did a three-day challenge. We did a masterclass on becoming a change agent. And this is so powerful, whether you are you know, a parent, whether you are working at a job, whether you are a business owner or aspiring business owner, whatever that might be, an influencer, right? You are a change agent. Now, you can actively be in charge of that change or you can be unconscious about it, right? We're creating an impact whether we're aware of it or not. So we did a masterclass on becoming a change agent, really being one actively, and we took it deeper for three days. Okay, for three whole days in a challenge called Creating Real and Lasting Change. And this masterclass was 60 minutes. The challenge was 60 minutes, three days in a row to really dive in and unpack what it looks like to create real, keyword, and lasting, another keyword, change. Because you can create change, but it might not actually serve you in any kind of way. And it might not be lasting, especially depending on the motive that's driving that change, right? So we broke this down over the course of three days, okay? So what I thought I might do is give you some context about the depth and the gold of what happened in there and invite you to to join us or even get a way to plug into all of the value that is here that you may or may not know about. I'm not gonna keep you in the dark. I'm just gonna show you what you get access to and let you decide, okay? So a couple of things that we covered. On the very first day of the challenge, we talked about creating insight, okay? 
seeing internally, seeing in the invisible, bringing what is invisible to the visible, okay? So insight is all about creating understanding, gaining knowledge and understanding about what is happening inside of you, okay? So we really talked about evaluating your life and creating awareness because what you are not aware of, you can't change. You could have the best ambitions and aspirations, but if you're not aware of something, you can't change it, okay? So we talked about recognizing that willpower isn't enough to create lasting change. A lot of times we'll hear people and they'll say, just make better decisions, just choose differently, right? Just stop doing that thing that you don't like doing. I would say to that, have you ever said that to a child? Have you ever said that to an addict and seen it work, right? It's actually somewhat bothersome could use the word annoying or frustrating. When somebody says that, yeah, just make a better choice. Yeah, easy for you to say, (laughs) right? Especially if somebody has mastery in an area that you don't, it is somewhat easier because that person is either gifted in that area or practice it probably way longer than you. So it's easy just to say, oh yeah, just make a better choice. Yeah, in theory, logically, that sounds like it makes sense, but here's why it doesn't work. It doesn't work because our human nature in and of itself is weak-willed, okay? Just as humans, we are weak-willed. We do not develop a strong will randomly, okay? The Apostle Paul is great when he talks about this, right? He talks about how he knows there's these things that are good for him to do, profitable for him to do, and yet, even though he knows it, he can't choose it, and he keeps doing these things that do not serve him. That is human nature. When we partner with God, right, when we actually use our will to acknowledge our incapability, our insufficiency, our weakness, and turn it over to God and say, God, help me, God show up strong in my weakness, then the more we start humbling ourselves, humility is the key here, we can allow the Spirit of God to strengthen us and develop a strong will. Self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. We cannot develop self-control, the fruit of the Spirit, without the Spirit of God helping us, right, get our nature, our weak nature, submitted to our spirit. We really broke that down on day one, okay? So I'm just giving you a summary here because there's more I want to dive into specifically today. But just to give you that context, if you've ever had a hard time, it's because we've been trying to do things in our own strength and our own understanding. And we know that doesn't work. (laughs) It works to a point and then it doesn't. And a lot of times that just leads us straight into burnout, fatigue, frustration, and disappointment, okay? We then dove into four ingredients to change, which are awareness, focused attention, deliberate practice, and relational support. So just to break some of this down, we need to be aware of what's not working so we can decide and choose that we're going to lean into this area and bring change here. Then we need focused attention on the change that we're creating. And we have to deliberately practice that change over time to develop consistency. 
Okay. And then along with that, we need relational support. A lot of times when we don't stick with something, it's because we don't really have a buy-in and we don't have support around it. It's another great reason why working with a coach and giving yourself a container of coaching really helps you stick with something for a long period of time. I personally recommend three months to six months, right? Three months is good to start learning a new revelation, really applying new revelation to your life, okay, and deepening your skills. Taking it further to six or even 12 months is really where the action is to make it stick, right? Because I think about this, even in relationships, somebody could even act really well for like three months. We don't even really, really, really meet them until beyond three months, right? You're, you're meeting, there's like the person that they want you to see. <laughs> there's the person right that that is learning you the person that's excited about something new but it starts to get real after that time right so think about that when it comes to your own change we can fake it for for a minute but when it comes to something real and lasting you can't fake it real and lasting is a commitment and it's longer term okay we then also talked about breaking free from inner limitations and we call these invisible fences so when you picture a fence, usually a fence is blocking out, <laughs> if you picture a fence in your yard, a fence is blocking out what you don't want. For me, we have got bunnies everywhere. So the bunnies are staying out of the backyard, <laughs> all the other critters, right? But you keep the fence to keep the critters and just whatever you don't want, whatever's not welcome, out of your property, right? But invisible fences are these internal inner limitations, right? Those can actually fence us in and keep us in a prison of our own making, all right? So it's really important that we start identifying these things. We broke down several that you can be aware of, several of these inner limitations that could block you from advancing. You could have every, again, intention and really be inspired to make a change, but if you're not aware of your inner limitations, these will still hold you back. So that's why when we see people go through a breakup, and get out of a relationship, they don't heal, they don't acknowledge their parts in what didn't work in that relationship and take some time to heal their heart, to put a do not disturb on their heart, to start processing what actually they just walked through, to grieve it actually, because you're grieving the loss of what could have been and what was and what you hoped would be. There's grief involved there. So to not heal and just dive into something new, you create from inner limitations the same relationship with a different person, okay? So that's not a good thing, and that's typically what happens when we are not aware of inner limitations, right? So an example of this to bring some context would be, let's say that you are somebody that is a codependent, relationships might not be working to bring that to your attention, Okay, and then when you start to realize, oh, I see how I'm creating this unhealthy dynamic in relationships. Now I'm going to learn about it. Now I'm going to get some therapy. Now I'm going to get some coaching. Now I'm going to heal. I'm going to pray. I'm going to connect with God. I'm going to let him do a work in my heart so that I can really understand what his love is before trying to just rush into a relationship. Because whatever we go into out of rushing or out of desperation, really fear does not work. And we'll end up right back there, right? How we started is usually where we're going to end up. 
So it's wise to actually heal, okay? So we identified major obstacles when you're preparing to change just to anticipate and expect these so that you can prepare for these. We also created an exercise about excuse proofing your life. So I actually shared about this on social media. If you don't follow me, it's at MS at Miss Juliana Page. So at M-S-J-U-L-I-A-N-A-P-A-G-E. Follow me for some of the reels. I was talking about this about how you can excuse-proof your life. But essentially, what starts to happen is we have an excuse for why we don't change and why we put it off or why later would be a better time. When we really should say, why is now the time, right? So what you can do is you can actually be on to yourself and write down every single excuse that your creative brain can come up with for why you're not gonna change. Then the excuse-proof part is to write down all of the actions that you will take when that happens, okay? So if you're thinking about, oh man, I should really reach out to that friend. No, I'm not really feeling it right now. Send them a text, give them a phone call. It is not random that they were placed on your mind or in your heart in that moment. Reach out to them. I have learned that when I am faithful to respond to a prompting like that, Usually I will respond with prayer or I'll call or I'll text or something. And it is a divine moment. That person was having a moment and they needed the prayer. They needed the encouragement. And I could have been like, meh, no, I'm just not feeling it. Well, there's something bigger sometimes than you just feeling it. So when you can start excuse-proofing your life and tuning, turning all of your excuses into actions, it really changes how you show up. And you start talking yourself into things versus talking yourself out of them. Okay, so we talked about that. So the key, this is just day one, y'all. <laughs> so the key is to identify your problems, but give power and energy to your solutions. Okay, and the question or the prompt that I gave here is who would you be if you weren't the limited you? Right? Sometimes we're so accustomed as just seeing ourselves as limited and blocked and insufficient or incapable in some sort of way. But who would you be if you start tapping into the unlimited you with God? You're capable of so much more than you know. That actually is true, but with God though. Right? It doesn't help if we know that we're capable, yet we don't believe. We need faith. We need divine support, grace, divine enablement, and that makes all the difference, okay? So day two, we talked about the real part, creating real change, okay? And this comes down to making change relevant for you. The changes that I wanna make in my life, you probably don't care about. <laughs> they don't interest you, right? You're not reaching out and asking me about changes I wanna make in my life. That's just not happening, right? The changes that you wanna make are for you. They've gotta be real, they've gotta be relevant, they've gotta be personal to you, okay? So we talked about what the Bible says, right? When we wanna change, something that is pivotal is forget the former things. God says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth, will you not perceive it. Well, the truth is you will not perceive it when you are so focused on trying to control your present reality and all the things in it. There's no freedom in control. 
Okay, so embracing the new thing comes from forgetting the former things, but that actually becomes possible with us when we put all of our energy and resources that we have, our imagination, our belief, our focus, our discipline, our self-control, our faith, our trust, right? When we start putting all of that in the new thing. So the question that I started with is, how familiar are you with what it is that you say that you want? In all these years of coaching, right, since 2009, okay, in all these years of coaching, most of the time, folks are clear in what it is that they don't want and what their weaknesses are. But there's very little clarity on what it is that they do want and what they're willing to sacrifice to create that. And that is the work, <laughs> right? And that makes sense that you would start there because we're not trained to get clear on what it is that we do want. We're not trained to be still. We're not trained to create space to get insight, to, to grow in wisdom and understanding. The world doesn't actually support that. So unless we actually interrupt the pattern of the world so that we can move different, move at a counter narrative, it won't happen. Okay, so how familiar are you with what it is that you say that you want? Is it clear? Is it vivid? Can you really talk about it in a way that it's real for you? Use all of your senses if you can. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you taste it? Can you touch it? What is it like? How's your life different? Because that's your experience, right? How familiar with it are you? And then exercise renewing your mind is a great practice so that you can start breaking limits off of you. Because the truth is there's no limit to how much you can be transformed. And we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. So the more you renew your mind, the more you wake up, right? The more you become aware of, the more enlightened you become of the truth. And the more you're exposed to truth, the more that starts challenging your current reality. How cool is that, right? So that you don't just accept what is anymore, <laughs> you go for more, right? You're like, oh, I see how limited I was and I choose not to be that way anymore. Then you can release judgment from you and your process. We spend a lot of time on inviting people into a judgment detox. A lot of times when we're changing, we can't because our judgment is so high. And judgment does not serve you in any way. It just doesn't, right? And a lot of times we judge other people for an aspect of ourselves that we don't accept. So that's really interesting. Think about that when it comes to judging people. What are you resisting in them, which is really resisting a part of yourself? And how have you benefited from that? A lot of times what judgment does is it makes us feel better about ourselves. If I can make this person seem lower in my eyes, then I'll feel higher and I'll feel better. Doesn't make sense, but a lot of times that's what we do, okay? So releasing judgment from yourself and from your process is huge in terms of really being able to surrender to it and grow through it. 
We talked about creating new momentum, how you can actually live into your change. We talked about purpose. We talked about your mission. We talked about developing a mentor vision so that you have a sense of qualities and personalities and traits, things that you admire. And we talked about putting structure to your change to make it really easy for you to show up and do, right? Like the world and life is hard enough as it is. And so why not give yourself a structure, a way to show up that makes you inspired? You actually look forward to showing up versus resisting it, okay? So examples of this, (laughs) I work with coaches. I work with therapists. I work with people that will help me show up with excellence, with purity, with the best that I have to give and help me look at things that are not allowing me to do that, right? And really face things that come up as they come up, okay? I like working out now. I used to not enjoy it. I was a athlete, right? And a collegiate athlete as well. So I really had to do a lot of training in my life that You know, when that's over and you don't have to choose that, you're like, hmm, how do I actually just enjoy taking care of this body? Because I know how to beat it up, right? (laughs) I'm not interested in doing that, right? I'm not interested in like having all this pain for no reason. So what's a way that, yeah, I can still grow and take care of this body, but in a way that is actually fun and exciting. So I love doing virtual workouts. Love doing that. And so I started putting community on that too. So just to make it fun and easy to show up. Right. I'm like, cool, I could work out in like 20, 25 minutes a day. Right. Have some music playing. Have a great time. Like, that's exciting to me. Like, I'm going to make that happen. Right. And I've stuck on that journey for I don't even know how long now, probably seven, eight years. I love it. Love it. It's just easy to do and I can do it anywhere. Right. So I just started creating structure that made sense for me that allowed me to achieve the goal in a way that I could do consistently. Okay. Then we talked about firming up your beliefs and finding your leverage, okay? And leverage, in my definition, is your legacy, okay? And it's really how you wanna be remembered, how you wanna make people feel, how you want people to talk about you. That comes from your influence, right? And that comes from what you create every single day, consistently, right? People won't remember what you say, but they'll remember how you made them feel. I don't think we take that literally. We also talked about having powerful partnerships and alliances in your life to make that change real for you, right? Like, it's easy to just kind of cop out on a change when you don't tell anybody about it. (laughs) You're just going to try this, and then we usually give up. But when you get other people involved, it's not as easy to bail out. So an example of this was, I've shared before that God tricked me into leading in a recovery ministry. I couldn't bail out. I'm in a leadership position now, so I can't abandon my own journey. Now I have to have all sorts of integrity connected to my journey because I'm not just responsible for myself. I'm responsible for other people's journeys as well and where I'm pointing them. Okay? (laughs) So being in partnership, having alliances, right? Being exposed to new training and development in this area made me show up in a way that I wouldn't have if I was just going to go on my own healing journey. Right? If I would have just been working with a therapist, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. That's enough. (laughs) Right? But I'm in like a year-long program leading people through recovery. Different. Different. Okay? So day two, we talked about living in alignment with your head, heart, spirit, and the force of your identity. 
When you are being unlimited, what does that unlock for those connected to you? These were just two days, guys. It was so stinking good. I can't even tell you. So what I'll have to say before we jump into the content that I actually have for you today is that something that we offer is called the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. So if you are not aware, something that we do in Courage Co. is we do have a masterclass and a challenge every single month. Okay, this is like four straight days of coaching and training every single month. These are free, y'all, okay? So you get this, and these are always new topics. They are relevant topics. They are deep. They are rich. They are practical. They're experiential, meaning you can come, you can get coaching, you can get trained up, and you can actually have new skills and tools to apply in your life. It is bananas (laughs) in the best way, right? So this Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, what we've done, what we understand is that with different time zones, with people all over the world, sometimes it is difficult to show up on a live call. You're commuting, you've got kids, you're making dinner, like things are happening, right? We're coming up on summer now, like we get it, okay? So if you can't join us live, we don't want you to actually miss out. So something that we've done is we've bundled all of these teachings and trainings together into what we call the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. Okay, so it's in there. You get 12 masterclasses to guide you through really defining and detailing the exact life that you desire to create. You're going to get 12 challenges full of strategies designed to really help you activate your potential and this hidden power that you have so that you can really live powerfully and fulfill your destiny. We also have over 12 featured guest interviews of people sharing their stories, their breakthroughs, tips, tools, strategies, all of that with you so that you can have clarity around what's blocking you from the abundant life that you're promised and giving you some tools to overcome blocks, right? When you hear somebody's testimony, that changes you. Okay. There's also notes. You get access to all of the notes. You get access to all of the replays on demand so that you can be reviewing these and applying different things that you learn and continuing to go back and re-listen so it can really get into you, right? You want to live a fully integrated life and you've really got to absorb information to make sure that that happens for you. And the cool thing is, is that this is in a private space within Courage Co. So it's a live space as well. So that means that you get ongoing coaching and support in this private masterclass bundle. Okay, so if you are, let's say, doing a, we had a topic called success habits, right? If you are reviewing that and you have a question, you can still ask it and get real-time feedback. Amazing, okay? So all of this is bundled together. It's called our Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. This breaks out, shakes out, however you want to say it, to a dollar a day for an entire year. So you get personal development and spiritual growth support for a dollar a day for your entire year. Like, what in the actual... Never have I seen that before, I promise you. So it's $197. It's a one-time payment. You get access to all of it. So that also means that any future challenge that we're doing throughout the rest of this year, you get access to it immediately. So if you can't join us live, you are just automatically in there and you'll catch the replays. So amazing. So I just encourage you, go to www.courageco.org 
and invest in yourself. Give yourself this bundle. It is the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. You'll get access to this training that we just did, these three days of creating real and lasting change. You'll be able to go back and go deep with this content, okay? So go get the bundle. I'll put a link in the show notes as well, but if you don't click that link, go to www.courageco.org and get the bundle, okay? So lastly, day three, we talked about the lasting change part. Day one, we talked about insight. Day two, we talked about real change. Day three, we talked about lasting change, okay? So I'm gonna break this down. Management, something that we're taught in the world to do, right? We always wanna move up in management. Management is focusing on getting someone to get a result. That's fun, right? Leadership, however, is producing a standard in someone that when you're gone, they'll live by that standard to produce higher level results consistently, okay? So what's interesting is there's different people in the world, right? There's people that really don't bring out the best in us at all. <laughs> we probably know, we know all these people actually. There's people that motivate us, right? They entertain us. They, they bring lots of energy and that's really exciting. Then there's people that inspire us. They actually speak to our spirit, right? We feel our baby leap, so to speak. We're like, ooh, that just resonates with me, right? That's when you hear the hollerback preaching. Then there's also people that are aspirational. You actually want to live like the example that they're showing you. They're providing what I say, an example of what's possible with God. Yo, like I've been bound in this area my whole life, but you're teaching me that I can release generational blessings and they can start with me. Never have I ever encountered anyone that exposed me to that truth. And I'm seeing you walk it out because there's fruit on your life that shows me that that's possible, right? I need an impartation of that. <laughs> I need to get around you. I need to learn from you, right? There's people that we learn from that are aspirational. We aspire to be like them. These people could be your mentors. These could be your teachers. These could be your coaches, right? These could be people that you actually invest in because you're you're being blessed by their influence on your life, okay? So just wanted you to think about that. Who are you surrounded by? Because that really does, when we think about Jesus, right? I'm picturing the story where, you know, the, the man that couldn't walk, right? Like he's on this mat, and his friends <laughs> drop him into a synagogue, right? Where Jesus is, they just like drop him through the roof, okay? So with that visual, right? I'm just giving you like a story as a reference. You can go back and read about it, it's a powerful story, but your friends can either bring you to blessing and breakthrough <laughs> and real life change, or they can burden you and block you. And it is so important that yes, you've heard, likely at this point you've heard, you become the five people that you're surrounding yourself with. You become like them, okay? Yes, that's true, but just really just think about this. Who you surround yourself with can either bless you or block you. And you've gotta know the difference because it's your life. Other people don't have to live with the consequences, you do, okay? Now, why creating lasting, keyword lasting change, 
is hard and why it usually doesn't last is because success doesn't feel successful, right? <laughs> People are saying the math ain't mathin', the success ain't success in, right? Success doesn't feel successful, right? The way we see it on social media, we think that, oh yeah, it's gonna feel good, we're gonna get access to all this stuff, but people aren't showing you the behind the scenes. <laughs> They're showing you the highlights of their success. Okay, so just listen to this. We work our butts off, toiling away in the dark of night, putting pleasure and family on hold, all with the goal of getting to that magical place we've dreamed about. When we get there, we discover it's not the fantasy we created in our heads. Has that ever happened to you? I know for me personally, I set some crazy goals. I was the high performer, high achiever, risk taker, doer of the world, right? And I achieved them. But I started developing this pattern where I kept achieving these crazy things that would drop <laughs> in, into me as desires, right? And run after them and create them and get them and then be like, that's it though? This doesn't make sense. Like everything that I sacrificed, all that it took to get here is not lining up with this very momentary right? Just like fleeting pleasure. Like it doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I can't, I can't keep this up. There's got to be more than this, right? So I'm hitting all these big goals, but then what? Right? So we do have to make big sacrifices, but leadership is servitude. It's a service to humanity, not to ourselves. And we can't get to this place of success and we can't get to this place of servitude until we start mastering and leading ourselves. So what we talk a lot about in Courage Co. on this podcast is talking about how you actually transform self-sabotage and all of these bad things that we've learned to believe, all these ways that we behave, all of these ways that we process that do not serve us, the ways that we patterned our lives that don't serve us, transforming that into self-mastery so that you can actually create what it is that God put you here to create and do that consistently, right? That can't happen until we start mastering and leading ourselves. And with God, we can do that. So success is much deeper than a feeling. If we're striving for a feeling, we'll be sorely disappointed. If we're doing it just for money, we're going to be disillusioned. We've seen that before. There has to be purpose, and it's got to be bigger than you. Okay? So, I talked a little bit about counting the cost and be ready to deal with the consequences. Here's what you have to lay aside. I'm going to make this real. <laughs> Here's what you have to lay aside and sacrifice to make change, to make lasting change, okay? Number one, your time. This is such a precious commodity and putting it aside speaks volumes. So just think about this. People that actually make space in their lives for you, that speaks a lot. And people that don't, that also speaks a lot. Time is a precious commodity and putting it aside speaks volumes. Look at your schedule and that shows what you prioritize. Two, your title. 
Title really means coming in the form of a servant, not a master. Dropping your degrees and qualifications and serving those who can do nothing for you. So not hiding behind your massive accomplishments, your own version of an Oscar, whatever that might be, whatever you're extremely proud of. Can you risk laying that all aside? I learned very early, right? So being an athlete, sure, you would win races, you would win meets, you would get trophies, you'd get medals, all of that, right? But I kept seeing that these things just ended up in a box. Okay, and I'm like, well, that's crazy. You work so hard for trophies just to end up in a box that goes in the basement or the attic. What's that about? (laughs) Right? This taught me early not to put my identity in achievement. Okay? But that's a hard one, right? And then even when it comes to life, whether you've had many different jobs or if you've had to work up a corporate ladder or, you know, you've really built an identity on what you can produce in the world through the form of your career, right? When you no longer have that title, what does that mean for you? I know in the work that I do, nobody cares. Like I can show you all of the qualifications, like literally whip out the degrees, show you the certifications, all the education, all of it. I can show all of it, but nobody asked me for that. What they wanna know is, can you help me? Can you serve me? Do you understand what I'm dealing with and can you help me? And in fact, usually the people that just lead with all of their accolades, it really is a deterrent, right? You're like, I'm hearing all about who you are, but can you help me? Like, do you even see me or is this all gonna be about you? So can you come in the form of the servant or is your ego gonna get in the way here? Number three, talent. Right? You could be crazy talented. You can run the whole thing, right? But are you willing to mentor and to expose people to your creative influence, to give your talent away to the dreams and aspirations of much more than yourself? Self-aggrandizement is the term. Are you willing to give of yourself even if you're not paid for it? Right? So I'm a minister, not many people know this, but I have many, (laughs) many different ministry. I went to ministry school. I've done many different um, ministry trainings as well in order to serve in a different level through the form of ministry, right? That's a very different way to show up than what I do professionally, than than who I am in relationships, than who I am as a friend, than who I am as a daughter. And it's so, so important to be able to know that you can lay down, right, your talent for other people. Can you just minister to people when they're in need? Right? I have an example of this. Somebody reached out to me, actually from Courage Co., wanting free advice, right? Just really laying out all sorts of problems and wanting free counseling, free coaching, free free advice, right? I knew because of Holy Spirit that this was a ministry moment. So I got on a call with this person and very quickly Holy Spirit was moving and this was an opportunity to minister and to pray and to get a breakthrough. Now, if I would have been full of pride and ego, I'd be like, you know, people pay me 
for this, right? If I would have made that about me, it's like, if God is leading you to do this, would you just obey? We get in big trouble with this self-aggrandizement. We've got to be very, very careful. And it's really powerful when you can discern when to wear these different hats and when to take them off. People's lives are literally on the other side of that. That's a big deal. Okay, number four, your treasure. Treasure is about money, but no investment actually means no return. So it costs something to be and to do something truly impactful. I've shared before, I grossly <laughs> underestimated how much it was going to cost to be an entrepreneur. I'd never seen anyone do it. I didn't know what all that was going to entail. I didn't know how much I didn't know and how many skills I had to keep investing in to learn, to grow, to develop. And I had to sit and decide, like, are you going to do it, right, or play small? Are you going to invest or not? Because that is the way, right? You don't just get better without developing skills. You don't just grow without practice. The world sells that message, right? But it's not true. Nothing sustaining, right? Nothing truly lasting can develop that way. You have to develop into something, right? You can't give what you've not overcome, what you've not developed. So why not develop and become <laughs> and overcome things that you then can bless other people with? So your treasure, no investment means no return. Sure, you can absorb so many things and get so many things for free. You can buy all the books in the world, right? But if you're not applying anything that you're getting from that content, your life isn't changing. You're really just wasting your time. It's kind of like binging Netflix. You watched hours of Netflix, but got zero for that. You know, you probably even stayed up late to do it. So you even missed out on sleep and refreshing that you could have had. Why not invest in yourself and actually get a return? And then five, temperament. Are you willing to risk managing your emotions differently to make yourself available for people that don't normally fit the profile of people you look like being around and you're comfortable being around? Possessing emotional maturity to manage moods, opinions, and preferences of personality types for the greater good is essential and people who don't can't grow with you and you can't grow with the people that are doing that either we've got to have emotional maturity right a lot of times god will send us into places that we don't like <laughs> to deal with situations that make us uncomfortable dark things but if you're the light you are there to influence do you have the temperament? Are you cultivating the temperament that can actually do that? You will not when you make it about you, but when it's something bigger, you actually can create some really lasting change that is powerful. So we talked about conflict resolution as well. And the key to lasting change is getting skilled at resolving conflicts. We like avoiding conflicts, but conflicts are just going to come. Whenever you're dealing with more than one human, there's conflict, <laughs> right? And peace isn't the absence of conflict, but the creation of an environment where everything can flourish. So just think about that. Does that environment exist within you? 
And we have interpersonal and intrapersonal conflicts. We have conflicts that are person versus person, also called man versus person. We've got person versus nature, person versus society, person versus technology, person versus supernatural, person versus self, person versus destiny. I say all that, we've got a lot of conflict to manage. We can't just avoid it as a strategy. That's not a strategy, (laughs) right? We've got to get good at doing that, okay? So there are actually four R's to manage conflict without fear, right? Recognize it, respond with respect, resolve it, and reflect about it, okay? When it comes to resolving conflicts, right, here's eight things that you can do. One, examine your focus. Focus determines our direction. And when we're focusing on pain and suffering, which is normally what we tend to do, we're ensuring that we're going to experience more of the same. So instead of just focusing on the pain and suffering, focus on the outcome that you do want and moving towards that. Two, communicate. Interesting concept, right? And it seems like common sense. But in the moment when emotions are high, this is not common sense. So communicate. Instead of reacting by relying on bad habits, communicate your feelings and get better and better at doing that. That's going to require emotional maturity and growing in that. Three, see conflict as an opportunity, right? Versus something that creates fear, something that we label as bad, what if it's just an opportunity? It's an opportunity to learn more. It's an opportunity to love more. It's an opportunity to lead more and to honor more, right? What we resist persists. It just gets bigger. But if we can see conflict as an opportunity and actually take the the wisdom, the gems, the goodness that it has to offer, we'll be moving in a very different direction very quickly. Four, use humor. So we can break these really bad spirals and bad habits with humor. We can lighten the energy that way. Okay, so an example of this could be having like a safe word or a tap out word, something that you can know, let's say in a relationship when something is escalating that, you know, it's getting high. We're just going to tap out right now, right now and address it later. (laughs) There was a couple, they have a uh, phrase saying, do you need a Jesus timeout? When things get spicy, they're like, do you need a Jesus timeout? I think it's time for a Jesus timeout, right? And it works for them. (laughs) Key, that doesn't work for everybody. So find what works for you, but it can lighten the energy. Number five, ask the right questions, right? A lot of times we're like, why is this happening? And we freak out. So instead of asking that, for example, right, you can embrace the fact that life is happening for you, not to you. So how is this happening for my good right now? What is this teaching me? What gift does this have to offer me right now? Different questions, different answer. Number six, practice acceptance. What's actually going right? What's going well? Seven, be aware of negative patterns. What's coming up? Sometimes our inner child wounds are coming up. You know, this younger version of us that's always still in there that feels threatened, feels uncomfortable, is reacting, right? Trauma, you know, some patterns that we've developed, that can show up. Sometimes it is our authentic self, but it's important to really be able to to be aware of who is showing up and who 
is managing this conflict, okay? And number eight, work on forgiveness. And forgiveness is a process for sure, but it's a series of small acts. And it allows you to admit mistakes and practice total honesty. And when you give yourself forgiveness, you're usually more forgiving of other people as well. So a lot of times forgiveness work is with ourselves, not so much with other people. The challenge, as you can see, of successful change is making the transition. And this can be an emotional one, an identity transition, a physical transition, right, from one place to another. And the solution is to strengthen your core. Okay, so when you think about your body, right, trainers will talk to you about your core a lot. Because when your core is not strong, it causes back pain, it causes knee problems, it causes joint issues, (laughs) it causes injuries. It's a big problem, right? When our body is not in alignment, it tries to compensate in different ways that it's not designed to function and it throws all sorts of other areas of our body out of alignment. That never feels good, ever, okay? I, for example, as a gymnast, I used to really, injure one ankle a lot, right? I sprained an ankle and I kept just taping it because that's what you do, (laughs) right? And then you start throwing all the moves all over again, right? But that ankle was weak and so I kept spraining it, right? Over and over and over again. And so my body kept trying to compensate for a weak ankle, but until I could actually heal it, right? It wouldn't be strong. So when it comes to your core, Ask these questions. Why am I here? Who am I here for? These will get you deep real quick. So define your own center and evolve into it. This is different for everybody. Unearth your potential. I like to say that working with a coach is like an archaeologist for your soul. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's the best. And it doesn't always have to be like deep and, and just really sad and discouraging. It can actually be incredibly powerful and life-giving. Really comes down to the right coach. And also keep moving. Tenacity will get you there. Consistency will keep you there. But gratefulness will give you more of what's there. So when it comes to evaluating your core, it's summarized in one small yet stimulating word. Why? Why? Are you working at your current job, business, ministry, whatever it is? Why? What are the reasons that brought you there and that are keeping you there? What are your closest relationships? And what causes you to invest time and energy into those connections? It's wild, but we never really think about this. Why do you tolerate specific harmful habits of behavior in your life? That's a deep one. What is an issue that continues to be a problem for your community, right, that people have never solved? What are some of the whys connected to that? Why did it begin? What caused it? Why does it bother people? Why is it a problem? Why hasn't it been addressed or fixed? What are obstacles that have prevented a solution? Then you can get to the point where you can ask, what can you create with your life? Right? Sometimes we got to just get clear about our own world and then we can take it bigger to our community and what it is that we actually want to create with our life. 
because we are creators. We're creating reality every day. A lot of times we're just not super aware of that. And we're not leading that change when we absolutely can learn to do so. So a powerful exercise that I shared is to set a timer for 15 minutes. Okay, and this is a writing exercise. And what you'll do is imagine and describe anything and everything that you want to come true for you in the next six months. This could be a year. Six months is actually timely as we're recording this podcast. You've got about six months left in this year. So consider that. If you were to completely apply yourself to change, the change you say you desire, what could you create in your life? What excites you about that growth? What will your life look like at that level? Be bold and don't hold back and don't try to be formulaic or perfect about this. Just set your vision free, okay? And when you can see that, then you can start putting sustainable change behind it. What do you need to create sustainable change? Sustainable actually means able to be maintained at a certain rate or level. A lot of times this comes down to pace. So I shared during the challenge that while in a track meet, right, there was a senior. This was his final race. He was doing a 100 meter meter dash, and I will never forget this moment. I'm in the stands with all the coaches watching this race happen, and this guy is running the race, and his hammy gives out. He just pulls his hamstring, and he just falls onto the track in the middle of his 100-meter dash that he was training to win as a senior, and it was devastating, right? Like, everybody could feel how crushing that moment was, right? But his body couldn't keep going at that rate and at that level, and it gave out. But we live our lives that way. We keep trying to go and push and force and hustle and all these things at a level that we're not designed to. And that gets us in trouble. So somebody else's pace isn't your pace. And when we try to move at somebody else's pace, we get out of alignment. So other ways to define sustainable, continual, continuous, viable, feasible, unceasing, livable, <laughs> supportable, unending, worthwhile. So think about that. What change is actually worthwhile? It doesn't all have to be bad. What's actually worthwhile? And you can brainstorm all of the keys that you need to make your change lasting this time. It doesn't matter about before. What's going to make it sustainable or lasting this time? Why is that important to you? And what sacrifices are you actually going to make? And what you can do is you can start gaining some future proof. Okay, I call future proof really what helps you see it as a reality now. Okay, so you can write down experiences and changes as if they already happened. And you don't have to be realistic about this. Just be clear. And you can add these new things from your list that you develop to your schedule. And then ask what you're going to do to make sure these things happen. You decide what could interrupt your success. And then you solve for that ahead of time. You start to see over and over and over how you come up with an idea and you create it as your reality. Okay, and that happens when you have future proof, when you write it down is already done, already complete, and then you see it, you show up and you create it. 
So what you can do when it comes to lasting change is you can get wired for freedom, okay? I call this stacking daily change. What will I shift? You can do this every day with every task. What will I shift? What will I change? And what am I an answer for? In a meeting, what will I shift? What will I change? What am I an answer for? Okay. (laughs) Number one, leverage. Why is this a big deal to you? Two, interrupt the pattern or the excuse. Three, create an empowering alternative. Instead of making that excuse, what is the action that you can take, right? And you can stack this daily. And as you do, you're wired for freedom. Instead of limiting yourself, you start freeing yourself. A day at a time, a step at a time, a moment at a time. Okay, so if I were to break down this lasting change formula, so to speak, not that there is one formula for change, hear me on that. But I had to break it down to be acknowledge, acknowledge that something's got to give and it's got to start with me, unpack what that is, start building the change, start progressing and getting better at it, then start accelerating, again, moving at a pace that you can actually sustain long term so that's healthy for you and create the impact that you're here to make. And you can keep replicating that, acknowledge, unpack, build, progress, accelerate, impact. You can keep building that over and over and over with different changes in your life. And you can just see that this is a good thing, right? You making that change and getting that transformation, that breakthrough in your life, the reward for that is your next level and your next challenge, right? We just get stronger and stronger, okay? And better and better. So the quote that I have for you is this. One man has enthusiasm for 30 minutes, another for 30 days, but it is the man who has it for 30 years who makes the success of his life. So when it comes to creating lasting change, that sustainable piece is everything. Can you do this sustainably long term? I was sharing about working out, right? Being an athlete. I couldn't keep training like athletes do long-term. That was a seasonal thing for me, right? My body would not function well as it's designed to, right? Training for like the Olympics, that ain't gonna work as a lifetime. (laughs) That's for a season, not for a lifetime, right? Or when it comes to self-sabotage, right? Like I can't keep sabotaging myself to get quick fixes or changes or avoid things because instant pleasure feels better. I actually, right, have to be excellent. Excellent is a way better strategy. So I'm gonna unpack what excellence means personally for me and start walking that out every day. Integrity feels way better than betrayal and denial. So I'm gonna start filling my life with integrity. I'm gonna keep promises to myself. I'm gonna let my word carry weight. I'm gonna show up and do what I say I'm gonna do when I say I'm gonna do it. Right? I'm going to be a person of my word. I'm going to be a person of integrity because I know that person. I have to look at that person in the mirror every day. I have to live with what that feels like. And self-betrayal, abandonment, denial is way worse and takes up way more energy than integrity does. So I'm choosing integrity. That's sustainable to me. Right? But we all have to face that if we want real and lasting change in our life. Okay? So this was a little insight into 
what was happening in our creating real and lasting change challenge. Again, if you missed it, you can join us for challenges every single month. I encourage you to be on there live so that you can also get some coaching and ask some questions and just connect with other people that are there and showing up and investing in themselves as well. It takes a lot of courage to do that. So grateful for every person that even shows up to this podcast. It takes courage to listen to things that challenge you, to renew your mind, to grow, to lean in, to do the uncomfortable things. It takes courage to do that, but that also changes your life when you apply it and when you integrate it. And being a fully integrated human, right, rising to the occasion of you over and over and over again so that you can be a fully integrated human is such a gift because you're not wasting your energy. And it actually gives you energy when you're doing the things that bring you life, okay? So to get access to this, I encourage you to plug into Courage Co. first and foremost, www.courageco.org, but invest in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. I'm not kidding you. These take a lot of work to create. I promise you that, (laughs) right? Truly, they do, right? And we're giving it to you for a dollar a day. It's a one-time investment of $197, okay? And you get live interaction, you get all of these replays on demand, you get the notes and you get ongoing encouragement and support on this content. I encourage you to invest in that while you can, because I can't promise you that we'll keep it like this. But for right now, (laughs) I would get plugged in. Okay, so I'm going to have a link in the show notes to get plugged in. You'll also see it when you go to www.courageco.org. You'll see it, the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. Give yourself that gift. Okay, I'm excited to be on this journey to get to grow and evolve with you. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are investing in yourself, that you are being the change that you want to see in the world and that you are investing in what matters to make that happen. So I just release blessing over you. I hope this message truly did more than just inspire you, that it was something that you aspire to and that you will put some fire and investment behind. And I just honor you for the hard and for showing up for you. All right. I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. 
feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.